This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. That we read this week, we have um, discussion of all of the Jewish holidays. Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, and Shabbat. Now, there's something in common from Shabbat and the holidays that's very strange. Shabbat and the holidays, we are not supposed to work. We're not supposed to do many things that are considered work. So for Shabbat, it makes a lot of sense. Shabbat commemorates God creating the world and bringing it to an end. So we also, we work all week and then now enjoy, now have. So the symbolism of not working makes a lot of sense. In the holidays, so Pesach, we eat matzah. That makes sense. We learned probably about why, but why can't we work? Shavuot, we commemorate giving Torah, we read the Torah, we study Torah, but why can't we work? And same thing Sukkot. That's a very interesting question. They have this in common, and it's called Shabbaton, and yet the reason doesn't make sense by the holidays. So I want to say over a point made by a classic work. You might have studied it. It's called Sefer HaChinuch. It is a work written in Spain in the, in the 13 or 1400s. Not clear who the author is, but it's classic. And it gives the basic explanation for each mitzvah. And he says, the Torah wanted us to focus and concentrate on the meaning of the holiday. A person is in two modes. Either he's working or he's thinking, not together. So when we're busy, we don't really reflect. We don't really think. So since these holidays are meant to be a time of reflection. So we need to take, we need to draw away from the world and create a bubble. It's more than that. Our understanding of what life is about is there are means how to get to something And then there's a goal, what we want to get to. Life is so hectic and so busy that most of the time we're so involved in getting there that we don't really um, understand there when we're there. So the Torah says those five times a year, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot, 
that are meant to be times of reflection, it won't work if we are busy and involved. If we're busy doing something with one hand and sort of thinking a little bit about the meaning of holiday, it's not going to work. So even though what we don't do on Shabbat and we, what we don't do on a holiday looks the same, but it's for a very different reason. Shabbat, that's what we're thinking about. We're thinking about means and goal, creation and stopping. The holidays, we stop the work in order to be able to reflect. And I think it's something that, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want to sound old, but we become a lot more efficient. We have so much technology to help us, but we've forgotten what it's supposed to help us do. And Judaism and Torah, even though kind of, what does it mean one day in the week we get rid of technology a lot? Um, three, five times a year we get rid of it because sometimes when we're busy doing, we forget what are we doing for. So we, we restrain ourselves and then all of a sudden another world opens up for us. There was, there was an American poet who went into isolation and he described his going into isolation. He said, I stopped doing and I began being. I, because when we do, we, we don't exist. We're trying to create something in order to exist. So the Torah set up a rhythm of life for us that tells us do, work, prepare, and then sit back, think, reflect, and and be what you're supposed to be. So I think this this is a, this is something very relevant for us in our day and age. The, the need to be able to pull away and to be able to create a little bubble where we can start being ourselves instead of just doing, I, I think is a very important, very critical piece of, of, of being Jewish. Um, any points you would like to ask just briefly? We have a few moments and then we'd have to pray. I, I don't want to keep you, but if maybe you would like to comment, ask or whatever. Somebody with them, uh, one of the girls. Uh. Go. You can. You don't have to hesitate. I'm not. You can ask in Hungarian and uh, actually I thought of it before why we are not using uh, the cell phones because you know it's like somehow relaxing to chat with friends and family I mean it's like for me it's disappointing that it's electricity you know coming from those uh, 39 types right. of uh, Work, activities yeah. that we're not supposed to do but but somehow it is connecting uh, people to each other, so it's like but you not know, so easy to understand. I mean, I clearly understand it for right. other reasons. 
So let me give you maybe something parallel. Um, imagine a person working with crutches, walking with crutches, and then he goes for physical therapy. He says, throw the crutches away. And he says, but I can walk with them, and without them I can't walk. So the therapist says, that's the idea. Start walking without the crutches. People who experience Shabbat with family and close people, all of a sudden you, div- you, you realize that there's a closeness to sit next to somebody, to talk to somebody face to face, to hold somebody. Things that we lose. So electronics allows connect more broadly. But at the end of the day, most people who keep Shabbat, that tends to become the favorite day of, of the week for the family. So there are restrictions, and at the beginning we feel crippled because we reached, today we learned how to communicate just with electronics. But when you shut it out, it's like I was in Jerusalem during the war of Yom Kippur, 1973. And all the lights had to be shut out. And all of a sudden I saw so many stars in the sky I'd never seen in my life. And I realized the light is brighter, but I lose all the stars because of it. You you become surprised at how much warmth and richness there is in family and friends. Yes, so sometimes you miss out. This person can't come for this Shabbat. He's not here. But those who are here, it's a much more intense um, human relations. Yeah, I just think it's like, you know, everything is so multi-culty, so uh, the half of the family is living maybe in U.S. the half of the families maybe in Israel, so because of that it's just not so easy. But we all know. Right, I, I understand. I understand. It. So I have, I live in the U.S. Half my children live in the U.S. Half in Israel. I understand the issue. And, uh, I understand. Okay. It's very nice meeting you. It's uh, fascinating that people who seem to be so far and disconnected are, are. Um, Refinding the heritage, you know, I grew up with it. My parents were survivors from Lithuania and Poland. They were religious and observant, so I take it for granted. I took it for granted, and seeing what it must be for you to come to something strange, but it's you and it's yours. And God willing, you'll you'll get into it and, and you'll find it that that it's yours, and, and uh, you'll, you'll you'll find it brings out the best of you. God willing. Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna pray Myrif, and um, I really, I'm sorry that we can't offer you anything. I, I, had we known, we'd, we'd get something, but it just, uh, I, we take away somebody else's meal. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, so some Myrif.